Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back to the podcast, welcome back to Theory and Theology. On this podcast, we talk about traditions and culture and spirituality and religion. I'm about to expose my complete ignorance about paganism and Wiccan uh, culture. Brace yourself. I'm in the process of learning. Um, I think last year near Halloween, I did an episode about maybe like the Celtic history, something along those lines. And I can't believe it's already near that time of year again. And so, you know, I usually am, you know, diving into a lot of biblical history but you know i was listening to some of henry abramson's uh history um kind of about you know the early development of you know the christian church how it came out of judaism near um the year 300 ish uh after the Council of Nicaea and was officially no longer considered like a part of Judaism. Um, But throughout um, the history of Judaism and Christianity, you often see that um, Christians and Jews are sharing society with pagan people um now i'm not i honestly i'm gonna be honest here i try my best not to be prejudiced against people i i don't know many people that identify as pagan i've known a couple people in my life that identified as wiccan um, I've never specifically met a person who was either pagan or Wiccan and seemed like they were hateful or evil or anything along those lines. So I think to myself, you know, I think like, um, you know, you know, I know people who believe in voodoo, you know, um, practices and how that's kind of looked upon um, a little bit negatively in, in in Western society. I feel like paganism and Wiccan uh, culture is also kind of negatively looked upon by a lot of mainstream Western culture. Mostly because, I'm, I'm guessing it's because of how a lot of Jewish, Christian, and Muslim culture is generally like, well, they don't believe in this single God you know belief and a lot of times those those books you know are often like saying things like you know the scripture that those religions read is usually saying don't do the stuff that they're doing stay away from it don't do it um but i i know that when i've read in the old testament about like um I'm gonna I'm I'm not very uh, up to date on things but things like Ashdod and um um like I think they're called like Ashram like the the pillars sacred pillars and things like that um I believe that comes from some something pagan related um but I often wonder why there's so much prejudice um when you know i don't think i know anybody who um straight up you know has a different religion or belief system that i've ever met and been like oh this person 
and their beliefs are complete trash. You know, um, I've never really felt that way, in all honesty. Usually I'm, at the very least, pretty curious. At the very most, I'm like, oh, this person is really different, and I want to kind of learn about their their background and stuff. Like, not to be nosy, but, like, I get very, like, um, excited when I meet people who are different from me. I'm like, this is cool, you know. Um, but I, I know that, you know, growing up in a Christian religion we're usually taught about the evils of all this kind of stuff of you know people who have a veneration and honor for their ancestors or any form of anything that looks like ancestor worship um i mean that is very it's a very common thing in a lot of cultures though like ancestor worship veneration for ancestors that's super common um, for people to have like shrines. I'm not even talking paganism specifically. I'm thinking even in like in Buddhism and Hinduism and different sorts of cultures, you know, people having shrines of, of their deceased loved ones. Um, I've heard about some cultures. Um, I can't remember the specific culture, but it was an Asian culture, I believe, where they would have the um it's kind of like a mummified like dead person and they would come every I guess it was every year to this dwelling where they would kind of house these I guess they're technically mummies and they would kind of like clean up the region and you know um I don't know it wasn't really like repairing but they would like stay there a while and like be in the presence of these um physical remains of their of their like grandparents great grandparents people even before that um and they had like these bodies like in these kind of like dwellings like up on hills or up in like caves and little like kind of like housings and it would cost so much money um every time somebody died to make one of these things and to house them and keep them in it and you know i i had never seen or heard of anything like that before i came across that documentary but it definitely piqued my interest and you know i know a lot of cultures that have like a like totem like the totem poles i guess that's what they're classically called um of just like you know it's different types of like ancestor representations um throughout their like tribal or cultural history um just a lot of stuff along those lines right so it's like i don't really think you know i th- i feel like the people the the traditions almost that don't look into you know you know a time period to kind of reflect on like the ancestors that seems more to be kind of rare um i think a lot of cultures actually do um look at their ancestors and at the very least they'll have like candles or incense or like something you know representative so uh that's just one of the many things um and so you know I'm kind of like exposing my own ignorance you know because for some reason you know during this season during this time period of the year once October rolls around you know I start getting very like cautious you know of a lot of things feeling like I don't want to be exposed to um too much of the negativity about the dead and about um you know just that kind of topic um all right so where to go where to go um I hope the beginning segment recorded. I'm going to try and listen to it and check 
but okay so so far i've been studying about paganism and heathenry um and one thing i'm noticing is that i definitely know nothing um so i can tell you the perspectives that i've learned um before diving into any content other than some of the stuff about like the history of halloween um so um 2021 i was pretty interested in halloween now that it's 2022 um near that season again i find myself kind of thinking more about an overall worldview um of this type of season so naturally you know paganism kind of came to my mind um because like i was mentioning there's not really a a christian holiday necessarily in october um and i find it fascinating that as much as christianity incorporates pagan tradition it doesn't teach about paganism it teaches pretty much the opposite um usually words like pagan and heathen are associated with just negative bad satanists and witches now i like even just those terms they're like loaded terms right it's like in society where i live if you say that kind of stuff you know if you call somebody those kind of labels you're kind of placing a lot of judgment on a person assuming that they're that they're evil having bad intentions trying to get over on people don't have any values or morals or anything um one thing that i found interesting is um the guy whose videos i'm listening to um his channel is called the wisdom of odin and he mentions um that there's not a lot of um written material for um norse pagan rituals um and like spiritual practices um before christianity came in <clears throat> another thing that i kind of noticed um that always interested me is that you know in the bible you hear over and over again in the bible in in the old testament especially um what i would view as like a prejudice um a prejudice kind of uh, method of handling things but you know you hear a lot of um you hear this a lot you know um the terminology of like asherim um sacred poles um this guy in his videos talks about god poles um or god you know like trees um basically um carvings made out of um like trees of like a god and um they're like sacred poles you hear that kind of wording a lot in the bible but the only time you hear it is when they're saying to the jews when you go into their land smash their sacred pillars you know cut down their sacred trees you know but these are basically like handmade um carved out um idol deities that get worshipped either in like a sacred grove or certain like 
pillars that are used in like a household or you know from like generations like keeping like a a maybe like a for example he was mentioning like a tree like a tree like a large like tree that would be used as like a a household pillar that would have carvings of these gods in them um and people would travel like when they would travel they would if they were moving to like other lands they would take these with them sometimes because they meant that much to them or maybe you know it was um something that they had in their generations like multiple generations of maybe someone who carved that or some god that their family worships like it doesn't sound like they're just carving these gods all day every day like they probably have meaning to them and so that's something that really stuck out to me that I was always wondering you know like they you know in Christian faith in Jewish faith you know it's like go into these villages and basically just like destroy all of their religious um their religious idols their religious things that they worship their altars all these kinds of things and I'm thinking about it and I'm like that's so hateful you know like it's just so hateful um and you know like I like I don't I I was never raised to have like idols, you know, because you know, being raised Christian, you just don't have idols, like that's not even a thing. Like we didn't even have like the Virgin Mary or Jesus statues or anything like that. Like the closest I would say that we might have is like a cross on a necklace, like maybe if that of anything, if that maybe. Um um but we also weren't really raised around having like a lot of jewelry and stuff so um we didn't really have anything that you would sit towards worshiping like you might have I remember when I used to go to go to church all the time you know I would usually carry a bible with me because I was pretty attached to my own bibles and liked visually seeing what was being read about in the version that I liked reading um I never cared if it was on the screen or whatever and back then I didn't really use like a smartphone as a bible or anything like that but you know I liked my biblical books you know um my bibles my other types of books um so I can't imagine if somebody were to come into my space and destroy my Bibles or destroy like even like my musical instruments or something like that. It's just like, yeah, that's just the ultimate like uh, middle finger or worse. You know, it's like you're not really making friends by doing that. Um, But what I find interesting is how paganism made its way into Christianity after Christianity split from Judaism. Um, And so much so to a point that, you know, modern day Christianity in Western society and American culture overall the mainstream Christianity looks nothing like Judaism. Like, the holidays aren't the same thing. We're not following a lunar calendar. You know, there's a lot more similarity to paganism. Yet, I can't tell you ever when I learned a thing about paganism, ever. Not even in church. They never even teach you about it. Um, I mean, we were taught about the Sabbath and about how the Sabbath um, has a um, we were taught about how this how the Sabbath um, comes from Judaism 
and how that's the reason why the denomination I was, you know, worshiping in had pretty much, um, they would go to, you know, Friday sundown, the Saturday sundown would be the worshiping, not that you can only worship then, but you would worship then at church. Um, I've probably mentioned before that we never went to Sunday churches, not necessarily like, like, you know, I'm just saying like as a, as an Adventist church, you don't go to Easter Sunday service, for example, like we would have a a service during the Sabbath and then we wouldn't even go to church on Sunday. Um, and you know, because there were, I think the reason why is because there's so much of a stigma against, you know, going to church on a Sunday, um, because that's like the day of worship of, you know, pagan day of worship, um, and so, it's basically, the way I see it, it's just culture clashes, but people using their religion combined with politics, when they're, you know, at war, and, um, yeah, when, when, in Christianity, you know, when they started converting people who were not, um, who were not Jewish, they were basically converting who would be considered Gentiles, which are non-Jewish people, um, and, allowing them to become Christian, um, meaning, you know, there were a lot of those traditional Jewish rules, uh, that Henry, Henry Abramson was talking about. There's a lot of those traditional Jewish laws that were not followed by, um, modern day Christians, modern as in, um, after the Council of Nicaea, after 300 something, um, after 380 ish, um, it was sometime in the 300s. Um, and so, you know, once the, um, so basically, so basically, um, paganism is, you know, the Norse paganism that he speaks of here in, in, in the wisdom of Odin. Um, and Odin is the god that he worships. It's a deity. There's another one that's Thor. There's another one that he carved a, um, like the idol out of part of the tree. Um, it was kind of like a tree stump. Is that the right word? Like it wasn't very, very thick. But it was like a thin kind of tree trunk. Um, um, Probably about... um, I'd say about 8 inches. 8 inches in diameter or so. Um, It looked like it was about 2 and a half... Maybe 2 feet tall. And... um, yeah, so he was carving this thing, um, and it was a female goddess, I can't remember the name, like, something with a V, um, like Vaya or something, I can't remember the name, but anyways, um, you know, just seeing, like, some of the early stuff that I'm learning about here, with how he talks about um, the types of people that that uh, might join and how people might join, basically um, just people who worship a heathen god um, that's considered to be practicing heathenry. Um, he was mentioning, like, there's no, like, written paperwork, there's no kind of other thing that you have to do, 
you just if you worship that way then that's what you are pretty much um and I just think um yeah I just think it's just an interesting you know belief system um it's it's pretty different from from Christianity um I mean, Christianity is very book-heavy, very, like, this is what you're taught, but also a lot of, you know, like, traditionally, Christians don't tend to spend a whole lot of time reading the Bible, and usually the perspective from the ones who do read it um, is usually that it's the ultimate word of God, and everything written in there was inspired by God and you can't challenge it, you can't change it, you can't do anything with it. Um nothing nothing outside of that book is as important as that book and nothing like not really the book itself, but more so what's in the book, uh what's being taught in the book, what people learn from reading the book. Um any other belief system that doesn't adhere to what it says in the book is considered negative, wrong, incorrect, don't do any other thing any other way. Um, and so, you know, even just looking at the Ten Commandments, um, you know, the first commandment is, you know, um, loving the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, strength, mind. Um, the second commandment, you know, not making any idols or graven images. Um, that's already up there on the list. And it's one of the first things that it seems like is coming up in, you know, learning about paganism is that they do have idols and that's something I've never really been too familiar with. Um, it's just beliefs about idols. Um, I mean, sometimes in Christianity, you'll see people with prayer beads. Or like I mentioned, like a cross. Um, I know in Catholicism, sometimes they have... Uh, what are those things? Um, those like saint... Like... I don't know what they're called. They look like a little coin on a necklace, kind of. Um, like a flat little, like, saint, whoever, like, saint, this person. Um, people will, like, wear them around their neck. Um, but, yeah, I've never seen... I've never seen, other than, like, maybe the Virgin Mary statues... Um, or, like, candles, or, like, um, like, those cards, um, you know, I don't think other Christian denominations have really any kind of visual anything other than the book of the Bible, or maybe, like, a necklace with a cross on it, or some kind of jewelry with a cross on it, or something, usually you don't really even see other than when Christmas comes around um you'll see maybe like a baby in the manger kind of things like a baby Jesus or you know the nativity scene with little statues but those aren't considered like idols like nobody sits and like worships it um they might reflect on it or sing and think about it and stuff but you know, even with the Christmas tree, you know, nobody's worshiping the tree. Um, and, you know, with the songs and everything, like, there's no, like, item being, like, used as, like, a focus of worship towards it or anything. Um, so that's a really different 
you know, and having the multiple gods, like, this guy's already brought up, like, three or four gods, um, within his practice, and I'm not trying to judge it, I just don't know what it is, like, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of, um, learning about it still, and so, I mean, I've never even seen these things in my life up until today, like, I've never seen them depicted, I've never looked into it, I've just heard about, you know, you can think about, like, you know, reading the Bible and having read it since I was a kid, and there's always these, like, passages that are like, what the heck does that even mean? Like, smash their sacred poles, and they're, oh, it's like, what? Like, what's sacred poles? Like, that was never something that I had, like, an image of, like, what is actually happening? What are you actually smashing? You know, not me, but like, what are these? What were these people during these historical wars going into these villages and destroying? Um, they were re- destroying the religion of these people and their gods that they that they carved um, idols of that they worshipped at altars in different sacred spaces. They were basically destroying those representations of those gods. Like that, they don't believe that. You know, I don't think pagans pagans believe that the actual idol itself is like an actual god. I don't think they believe that. I think it's more of like a representation. I don't I don't I could be wrong, but I don't think that they believe that the reason why I say that I don't think they believe that is because if you can go carve multiple ones, you know, if you could find like trunks of trees or whatever and like carve multiple deities of multiple thors multiple odins you know it's kind of like that doesn't make sense right like it sounds like you know if you believe in that deity you would have uh the idol of that deity and you could worship it at the altar or wherever the sacred groves were where they would keep the the god uh the did he call them god poles or the or the sacred poles or sacred pillars or whatever they're called in the bible um and so it's kind of it's kind of it's i mean i can find beauty in everything almost and you know i do like the idea of altars and i've always liked i've always liked that idea of altars um, I don't own an altar. I don't really have a specific altar. I do have like a space where I keep certain things that I would say are of a significant importance to me for specific reasons in a spiritual way, in a personal development way. I'm not really going to explain that in much more detail, but, um, I would think too when I move that I would have at least a shelf or a section or a table where I would put all those things at. I could see that happening. I wouldn't call it an altar. I wouldn't sit and like worship at it, but it would be more like a reflection type of area. Um, And if I found more types of items that I would want to add to that um, display collection, I would I would put them in a certain in that certain spot with the other things, but I wouldn't see myself worshiping it, um, like asking it for any kind of forgiveness or asking it or talking to it about anything. Um, and I'm not saying it's wrong for people to do that. I'm just saying like the specific things that I'm thinking about, I don't consider them gods, um, or even a representation of, of God, of any kind of God, um, some of them have, like, a spiritual significance to them, but other than that, um, not, not, like, a God-specific thing, uh, maybe some types of scripture, um, scrolls and things like that, but, um, yeah, it's kind of, 
I would say I I would think about it. Um So he explained kind of some other things too um that are pretty different like the ancestor worship or um that type of uh practice um near certain kind of kind of holidays um but I'm really fascinated with it because it's like you know Christianity has incorporated so much of this actual pagan religion into it but it's like just dabbling you know what I mean it's like treat them evil treat them like they're evil don't accept their ways but we're gonna celebrate all the same holidays it's kind of very confusing um because on the one hand it's like stay away don't do what they do everything they do is wrong it's stay prejudiced against them but then you know the major days of commemoration and celebration and festivity throughout the year that you look forward to with family and friends and those big moments where they're even like nationally recognized and everything is closed so people can go celebrate these things they're pagan and so I mean everybody even non-religious people are celebrating pagan holidays um I'm not I'm not saying there's anything wrong with it I'm not it's just also even weirder it's 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 even weirder when you live in a place like Southern California where there's not really snow other than in the mountains a little bit of the year a lot of it's man-made snow too but there's not really a lot of snow in places where you're actually at you can go to the beach all year long I'm thinking about going to the beach tomorrow after work actually um yeah you can go to the beach all the time um you know when fall and winter comes you notice the seasons change the days are shorter but you don't quite notice um yeah you don't quite notice like every single seasonal type of thing um like all the kind of Christmassy imagery that you get from from paganism culture about like um you know the things that you hear that are still even in our culture today like the yule yule tidings and um you know things about like sleigh bells and things about you know um like definitely christmas and the you know the the you know fiery vibe of you know christmas and the christmas tree and the gifts and the the food um the feasting um indoors like with a with a warm fire going and you know snowy outside and that kind of thing like it's you know um there's just really not a lot of that in mainstream christianity um i mean that well there is a lot of that in mainstream christianity but just not in this part of the world like we don't think about snow it's not part of the culture here um but he was saying you know norse paganism um comes from you know scandinavian scandinavian um tribal traditions and when you think of it a lot of tribal traditions are similar in their own ways um there is a um an interesting thing that i noticed is that some tribes of people in the world especially in the ancient world <clears throat> some believed in more than one god some believed in just one um a lot of them have these themes of like creators um those are just common themes you see of different groups that are all over the place um but my goal with all this is to really learn more more about kind of uh 
not to make it negative, but more about kind of like the prejudice that I was raised around. Like, I wouldn't say my parents raised me like that. Like, they never, I don't ever remember anybody in my house ever talking about pagans at all. I think I was the one who introduced the idea of um, reverting somewhat back to a Jewish tradition um, and not really, you know, celebrating so much of Thanksgiving, Christmas, Easter, um, um, Halloween, that kind of stuff. Um, and, you know, cause at a certain point I was like, well, if Sunday church is, is considered not okay by Adventism, and that's just one day out of the week. What about all these other holidays? You know, when you start reading in the Bible where it talks about this is a Sabbath and treat this as a Sabbath. And you're like, well, what's the difference between the seventh day Sabbath every week and this other Sabbath that's, you know, this other holiday that's considered a Sabbath? Um, you know, that kind of thing. So I kind of, I kind of... I kind of like what I'm learning, um, but I'm not sure how easy it's going to be to piece together. I mean, I'm sure there's a lot of bits and pieces. He's already talking about stuff I don't know and a lot of symbolism and imagery and items that I'm just like, I have no idea what these things would be for, different instruments, bones, different types of stones crystal looking things um yeah I've just got so much to learn about and I also think it's cool to learn about because it's like well these paths were definitely crossing um this cultural these cultural paths paths were definitely crossing with the cultural paths of the religion I grew up in and um so much so that it talked about their gods in the Christian scriptures. Um, I just didn't know what they were. Like, I kind of knew what those, like, sacred pillars were and that kind of stuff. But I never knew. I'd never seen one. I'd never heard of anybody talk about it. Like, he showed, like, different photographs of, like, old types of pictures and the people had taken, like from like really extravagant like four four-headed or four-sided um gigantic large tree uh kind of like it didn't have the branches or any of the foliage or leaves nothing like that it was just the trunk of the tree um just carved all in it um just these it's basically a sculpture pretty much it was like a sculpture in a tree it could be that extravagant all the way down to like a little kind of nub that just had like a like a couple eye holes and a little mouth carved out not even with a lot of detail but just representative of something and um yeah i um i just find it fascinating you know like a lot of times when I mean, I don't know. I'm not I'm not trying to sound like racist, but a lot of times when I talk to different races and ethnicities of people, right? Um I talk to different Asian groups of people and a lot of them can kind of talk about the history of their people before western civilization touched them and how their culture looked and things like that. You know, when I talk to my Latino friends, you know, they have a lot of that kind of heritage and culture going back to different like indigenous roots um when i talk to you know a lot of people who are black people that have maybe caribbean or african ancestry that they know about you know um the ones who kind of know where their lineage is from or maybe adopted like christianity or islam and kind of like go more with that history of that of those religions or other types of um, beliefs, 
um, or things that they kind of delve into. And then um, just all kinds of like Pacific Islander uh, groups of people and um, just all different types of people. Um, I usually notice that a lot of people can connect somewhat to like a tribal history, even if they don't practice it themselves like they know of it, right? Um, one thing that's always interested me a bit is that whenever I talk to my Caucasian friends, a lot of them don't really identify with tribal history at all. Um, I feel like they're almost the only group that, you know, when I talk to them, other than maybe like African-American black people, um, because not all of them, but some of them, um, might not know too far back into their history, uh, because of slavery. Um, I mean, that's plenty of people. There are plenty of people who don't know their ancestry because of different reasons, not just African-Americans, but, um, I feel like my Jewish white friends usually trace back their tribal history to, you know, the Hebrews, the Israelites. Um, but a lot of other white friends kind of don't. They seem to just stop at when people came to the U.S. Like, once we came to the U.S., we were just this different type of non-tribal person, and that's where we start. Um, that's kind of the impression I get um, from them sometimes. Like, they might be German background or Welsh background or um, whatever kind of background, but they they oftentimes don't seem very connected with like a tribal root or even seem to care about it or think about it or learn about it. Um, at least the way they describe it, they don't, I've never ever, like usually what I hear people say is, oh, I don't have culture or like, that's usually what I've heard people say. Um, they're not like too often. It's not just, it's just not regular that I hear them, you know, talking about those connections. If they are connected, I've never heard them talk about it when I've asked. Um, so I do kind of like seeing this, um, tribal Scandinavian Norse pagan culture, um, cause it is like a Caucasian tribal culture, um, religion, uh, spiritual practices, traditions. I, I like seeing it cause it's like, oh yeah, like this is where some of the white people came from, you know, they would have been potentially doing some things like this, um, in their history. Um, and then, you know, um, there were different groups of people coming in trying to destroy their history. Um, and so I just find it interesting how different groups talk about different things, but it's always been something that I've wanted to just like sit and talk to somebody. Um, I'm not saying I don't like Jewish people. I love Jewish people, but those are the only people that I've ever talked to that were white people that would talk about, you know, um, ancient historical kind of like background and stuff. Like usually I think all my other non-Jewish white friends don't really talk about like tribal things, um, at all. Maybe they don't know, maybe they don't think about it. Maybe it's not important to them. Um, I don't know. I don't, I don't even know what to think. I don't know, um, why it's always just um baffled me as to like why I never hear people talk talk about those things um especially because I know so many people from so many different cultures and they're the only group of people that you know I never hear them say like oh like you know my great 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 grandparents back in wherever were like this other religion before other people converted to Christianity or whatever um, so, I don't know, it's just a curious thing, um, on my end, and, um, I'm enjoying learning, it's very uplifting, fascinating, um, connecting a lot of, um, cultural dots that I've kind of been curious about for, like, years, 
um, just sad to kind of think about, you know, that something that's such a beautiful culture with these traditions would be, you know, um, people would come in and, and destroy it um, because of their other religion that said to, like, destroy that religion because their God said to destroy it. And so it's like, huh, that's pretty heavy. Um, and like I mentioned, I've never befriended pagans. Like, I've never known pagans. Um, like, maybe I should go to a meetup and, like, try and meet some local pagans. I don't really know. But um, I've never really... Um, I've never been adverse to, like, any religion overall, like, you know, with my Muslim friends, I love learning about Islam, um, Buddhist friends, Hindu friends, like, I've never been able to go to, I went to a Hindu worship area, but I don't know if it, it was some kind of a temple, like, in Malibu, um, I don't know, um, if it's actually, like, a temple where people go to worship, it seemed like they had some kind of services or traditions happening while I was there. Um, my friend wanted to sit and and listen and watch what was happening, and I wasn't comfortable because I was, like, feeling like, okay, we're in some other religious space, and I don't really... Um, I wasn't at a point in my life where I was, you know, open to different types of practices. I was still really trying to do um, how I was raised um, and living alone. I was trying to keep um towards those uh types of beliefs but um yeah i i'm gonna keep learning i'll see if there's more that i'm gonna record um this is already pretty lengthy so i hope i hit on a lot of topics on here but that's kind of mostly initially what's going through my mind as I'm coming across this this initial ter- material, um, this new to me is kind of like I'm also going back through my mind of like um, the questions I've had in the past and kind of like different kind of cultural questions that were never answered because I was reading things from a very one-sided perspective. I was never delving into the history of these other groups that were being... Um, in the in the history of these wars and stuff that were happening um these religious wars these culture wars um and so yeah so with that hopefully this is interesting and thanks for listening